We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's time to tee up the pigskin. Pressure steps up. Goes down. Sack. Brandon Dorless. The smell of football is in the air. Alert, alert, alert. 51, 51, let's go. Here we go. The smell of Danny and Dusty is in the air. Merangatang is going to be a thing. This is a college kickoff week edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. For a fully automated smart home or a state-of-the-art home theater, start with a visit to EncoreAudioVideo.com. College Kickoff Week with Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. Good afternoon. Happy Hump Day. It's a Wednesday. How you doing, Rang? I'm okay, but how the hell do we smell? Mm. Did you hear that little lead in there? Yeah. Smell. I feel like I often... A good good musk? I smell okay. I would say we, 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 we live a good musk. Yeah. We did grow up in the era of Axe body spray. So. Oh, no, 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 no. I was anti-Axe. You never, I will, you never, oh, kept, a, no. you never kept an emergency can? Uh-uh. Really? No. Oh, wow. Uh-uh. Yeah, I, I kept an emergency can. No. Just in case. I, I never had, I never went down the Axe, I never fell into that that trap of Axe body spray. I, I, kept, a sp- I kept a spray in the bag. Yeah. It, like Not like a daily use thing. Yeah. But it was like, you get done, you're like, oh, well. You know what? Quick. Let me just get, ah, you know. That's really Beaverton of you. Yeah. Like when I think, I think of like, yeah, that's a Beaverton high school thing. Like, I, I, yeah, I think that's like more city of Beaverton yeah. kind of. You're more uh, worried about the sensibilities of others. Yeah. In Hillsborough, we just didn't. <laughs> you just stanky. Of the sensibilities of others. I think oh. that the, the, I don't know. I didn't smell. It was like. I didn't bathe in it. Scented gasoline is what basically what it was. How do you? How would you describe Axe body spray? Um, I mean, it definitely has notes of of petroleum. It's like, it, it's like if somebody took gasoline, hairspray, and like a little bit of cologne, and were like, "This is gonna smell great." But let's be and honest, we high love school the smell kids, of gasoline. Hell yeah, scientifically See? proven. I'm not saying I didn't like the smell of it. It was just I. I it was Listen, always too it, much. It was always you had to be a always quick, too much. A quick pssst. Yeah, you couldn't like a spray and a walk like, through. Yeah, no spray, delay, walk away. Shout yeah. out queer eye. I was never in that. I was never a uh, axe just, guy. Just a spritz. Yeah. Just, were you were you a cologne in the locker guy? Uh, y- yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool water or polo sport? Ooh, uh, I'm gonna go with a. Neither. Oh, what? Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Um, 
Giorgio Armani. Okay, that, that, that's that's number three, and then yeah. number four is number four is Abercrombie. So. Yeah, Giorgio Armani. Yeah, it was good. I had a four. It was what good. is it? Aqua Di Digio. Aqua, Aqua Digio. Yeah. yeah, that was it. Yep, that was it. It's, I mean, listen, we we have four smells. That's those. That's that's the four smells we had. My my current scent, which I don't know if I've used it in mm, five years. <laughs> I'm not wow. a cologne guy. I'm not a cologne guy anymore. I used to be. I used to wear cologne. I don't even know. I don't even know how to pronounce it. How that, about that for you? That good, huh? Yeah. Some, well, no. I've some Versace. I've been wearing it. I've, it's been my scent for a decade, and I just haven't. Well, over a decade now. I just don't know that. I I have no idea how to pronounce the name of it. Okay. I wear that stuff daily. That's that's kind of funny. Cologne? Oh yeah, yeah. Deodorant and cologne. I just it's for other people. I don't want to offend people with. Are my you smell. a cologne guy now? Yeah. You do? Yeah. I don't. I don't do it. Don't. Well, here, well, don't even get it. Well, that's because I don't do it in here. I need to snuggle you more. Yeah, no, I no, I don't do. I don't do oh, it in here because only when we're, you go out. Yeah. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to suffocate you in the little box room. Yeah. That's, that's, what are you? I, I go through a couple, but uh, the, the latest is the Versace. Versace, fancy Ooh. lad. No, yeah. Dolce and Gabbana, the one. That's over here. That's you. That's, You're that's the number, one. That's number two on the list. Yeah, yep. yeah. The, oh, dude. you have multiples. Oh, I got probably four or five in the. You're gonna be a there. great old man. Like oh, yeah, that no. is such a like a grandpa yeah. thing. Used to have like like three different aftershaves mm. and several scents of cologne. You're like, like, is there a reason for each one? Is this like formal wear? Is this yeah, like no, work I, cologne? Like, is I, this one? I, I do have different. Like to spritz the undercarriage. Yeah. Is this what do you do here? Well, that's that's baby powder. Come on now. It feels like it feels like a thousand tiny fingers. Hey, I'll tell you what. It is gold bond spray yep, is a is. game changer. Not just gold bond, the powder. No, no, no. This, yeah. The spray, it is you said tiny fingers. It's like it's a, a thousand tiny fingers. No, it's like a thousand angels gently <laughs> blowing on your undercarriage. <laughs> Keeping you dry. You're going to be prepared down in Atlanta. That's a humid area. Sometimes I was, I was oh, like, believe well, me, Dusty might need that. Oh yeah, no, believe you, me. You the bring, Gold Bond yeah. spray is making the trip. Yeah. It's a must-have. Yeah. No, it's it's a non-starter. Yeah, I can't go especially there without the, that. Especially when you're in going into unfamiliar territory. Like if Oof. your body's not adjusted to that, yeah, you 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 will not survive without mm, it. No way. Ooh, this text from Peel and Corn Dog says, "Don't forget about Adidas Move." Did you wear the Michael Jordan cologne? No, Baseball that, glove no, that, and that stuff. That stuff was stanky. Actually, yes. <laughs> yeah. No. You did. I, well, I switched. Didn't we all have that crappy, like, kind of sporty cologne? And that's why when I was like nineteen, I finally went to my local, you know, department store. And was like, give me a good smelling cologne. I don't want a sporty piece of crap. And that's mm. when I switched to the one. But yeah, no. that, that Jordan one was like a that yeah, was that, frequent in my I house. I smelled mm -hmm. the first time I smelled that one. I was like, ooh. That was actually I liked one, it. That was actually one where I did not like. You it. didn't like yeah. it, huh? No, not not no, an MJ guy. Not an MJ, MJ guy. Yeah. Now if there was like Clyde Drexler, a Via cologne. There you go. Now <laughs> we're talking. I did have a T-shirt when I was a kid that it said "I want to be like Mike" and the Mike was crossed out and it said "Not" and then Clyde. Ah, psych. Psych. That's a good one. Not. If Dame Reese a cologne today, Michael Jordan, I, I would. I would buy all of it. You I'd, would buy the yeah, maybe hey, Adidas move should just rebrand yeah, to Lillard O. The letter O. Scent of O. <laughs> <laughs> and then God. you just have like you have like the supermodels going, oh. <laughs> just do the, you gotta do and the Damian uh, Lillard's just sitting there and then he just like tosses it up and walks off. The ball it, the ball never actually comes down. He points at his he points at his wrist and says it's time. It's time for it's time for a new scent. Yeah.
Ooh, yeah. I like this. And then he waves goodbye and as the commercial you... fades away as the ball falls through the net. Yeah. And then Russell Westbrook's in the corner crying. I can go with this. I like this. <laughs> All right. I mean, listen, Dame would hawk it. Uh, Let's be honest. He was hawking at Oakley's this morning. At Oakley's, he's got Modelo. His his actual Hulu list. Who has live sports. Obviously, Adidas. Adidas. Uh, Gatorade. Uh, Many local ones as well. <laughs> yeah, I think he's got mm-hmm. Tissot. I know he has, I think. Moda. He, I know he has a watch deal. All right. See, Cologne is next. Yeah, he does need a, you know what, I'm, ta- I'm going to talk to his marketing guy. There, like, um, well, Adidas, you're welcome for the idea. You have probably boxes of Adidas move Cologne. Just, just rebrand it. St- sitting there. Pour it out. Put it in a new bottle. Call it O. O. I mean, I, I mean literally just O. And then you can have just like hire at the very end of the commercial, you just hire the hottest person you can find, and she says, "Show us your O." <laughs> Boom, <laughs> got it done. Uh, Viral. Where's Where's Shirley staring when you need her? Gosh, this is awesome. She's the face of of sense. Yeah. All right. Uh, Tom Brady, he hawked Stetson. He was a Stetson man. There's awkward pictures of him holding little baby sheep and. Being I cannot, all weird. I can't see him doing that. Yeah. Like, that's, a, that's a Brett Favre commercial. Mm. Ooh. Uh, Maybe it, even a Joe Burrow. I can see him even like, even though I know he's not that guy. I can no, see him you know who Joe, Joe Burrow needs to hawk now? Cool Water. He's Joe yeah, Cool. He, he's, he's cool. Yeah, Joe cool. He's, he's Joe, yeah. Joe Burrow. You know, Burr, Cool Water. Yeah. It, it just fits. Yeah. He needs, and we, there's we a guy who works here. We need more cologne marketing. We need more. All right. I'm here back. for it. There's a guy who works here. Mm-hmm. Uh, producer Brian. Oh, since you say his name is Davidoff. No. Oh. What? What? Coolwater? Davidoff? Yeah. Nope. Okay. Missed that. Well, that one went over my head. But when you went, when you circled back, I said, Ah, got ah, it now. There it is. Got it now. There's a guy, producer Brian, works in the building. He is the best smelling man, and he little Coolwater. It it just is. It is a good smelling man. And I'm here for a cologne guy. But you can only have so you can't have like dueling cologne guys in the building. Well, see, when because then it gets too scenty. When you had Dusty and friends, yeah. I was listening to Souk after the shows yeah. over the weeks. Yeah, and he was talking about how the different people who sat here had yes. different smells, and I think I think Eggers won out. Eggers had a good smell. Lamar had a good smell. <laughs> All right, we're gonna rank, we're gonna <laughs> buy scent. Who, who the smelled best? the best of Dusty and friends? Uh, well, obviously, Brooke smelled. She had a good smell. I mean, yeah, it's I mean, she's not gonna come in and stink up the joint. Um, I, we didn't have anybody that I was like when they left. I was like, oh, didn't leave a, a, a stanky patch, a, a funk in the building. Yeah. Nobody left a funk, but those three, yeah, I do. I do remember. But then, you know, Eggers. That goes back to it's an old guy thing yeah. to have that scent. Yeah, you gotta have you. You gotta like you gotta have your your musk. Yeah. And he did. That's how you identify. Do you remember? That's, your, how, that's actually how old people identify because they can't see anymore. Yeah. It's by smell. That's a good one. Huh. That's a good one. Uh, I still remember my dad's smell. He was a Lagerfeld man. He had Lagerfeld. See? Yeah. Brute and Old Spice for mine. Brute and Old Spice. The mixture, spi- huh? Yeah, Old Spice deodorant and then the Brute, uh, the face wash yeah. or the aftershave or whatever. Yeah. So What yeah. an old school human. Uh, I, I can't remember the last time I actually wrote, like ran with an actual like alcohol-based aftershave because that was like... That was the thing. Like you would yeah. use that and it would suck. Yeah. Now I use I don't the, know. the post-shave balm and it's very nice. Oh, you do? No, whenever I use a, my like, an actual razor cuz uh-huh. I, I use the electric almost every day. 
but when I, if I'm going somewhere, yeah, I'll, I'll bust out the actual razor and shave. Sure. And then, then we use the, the, the post shave balm. Oh, all right. It does help. I don't. It does help. It makes the yeah. skin very yeah. soft and, and, and smooth. Yeah. I, I don't think I really need it when I'm shaving like the six hairs on my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your skin's not going to get real irritated. Well, you got an advantage, Dusty. You look younger forever. So when you're like 49, you'll be loving it. Yeah, sure. All right, uh, Cologne Text, 503-250-1080. Um, Dakar Noir, that was another okay, big that's, one. that's a good one. Um, it's still not on the Mount Rushmore of high school cologne. Nautical colognes. Those may be pushing close. it. Close. The comp sport. Ooh, CK1. How do we forget about oh, CK1? Okay. CK1's a, a real contender. That's a real contender. They tried to go with the, hey, it's unisex. Yeah. No, no. it's what guys wear yeah. to get chicks. Yes. Ah! There you go. All right. All right. Um, what other ones There's do we have? There's definitely the softest smelling of all the men's clothes. <laughs> no way. I don't... <laughs> I don't believe this. Hey, bros. I used a bottle of English leather I got as a bonus gift when I bought a fake Rolex on QVC. Ladies at the truck stop love it. <laughs> that, that's the preferred smell of lot lizards? Spartan, bro. <laughs> <laughs> They're just doing that. <laughs> I smell leather. It's not English it's, leather. It's not the guys you're smelling. Come here. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Sounds like like Marv mm. from Home Alone hitting on a chick. That's terrible. <clears throat> oh man. Okay. That's hot. Are we making talk. a Mount Rushmore of of colognes now? Because people are just saying like Polo's on there, Cool Water's on there. From like Aqua de Joe's on there. Mid nineties to two like mid two thousands. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then CK one. Those are our four. I think that's a solid four. Yeah. Ooh, scent of the Willamette. Well, I mean, that's just natural musk right there. You you got to take a good shower mm. to get that off. Yeah. See, I live. Uh, it's like upriver from the water treatment facility, so I'm 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 good. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. yeah. All right. <coughs> no, nothing. Okay. Ooh, this is a good one. What? No, I was just saying. I, I I'll I'll hop down to Willamette every now and then. Oh, you'll yeah. go in it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm in up, downtown. I'm, no. All right. Up river from the Willamette See, or from the go. water treatment. Yeah. yeah, you're fine. Yeah, like where you're I live. There. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, good there. You're good down here. No. When I see people like wakeboarding, I'm like, oh, you got to be real confident in your skills there. Yeah, you don't want to go down. Yeah, you don't go down there. <laughs> okay. I'm getting distracted by the texts on Cologne. I'm gonna. Go ahead and we'll, close that program we'll, we'll down. We'll circle back. We at this point we have to. Yeah. Uh, today we got Ryan Horvath on uh, BetQL Network Insider Bet MGM tonight. He will join us as always. Rightner at 1.30 in the afternoon. And Insider calls brought to you by Driveway.com. Car buying delivered on your terms and on your turf. So Horvat's going to join us. We got week one betting. Uh, get your, if you have any lines you want us to ask Horvat about that you are stumped on, text him 503-250-1080. Uh, hopefully we can get him to spill the beans a little bit. I had an epiphany when it comes to Oregon and Georgia um, this weekend, and uh, it's a doozy. We will go through the last time the Pac-12 opened up against a defending national champion. Hmm. Uh, do folks remember that game? Uh, we'll regale it all, and uh, spoiler alert, Danny's sadness will spill over. 
Uh, and we've got to hear from Stetson Bennett. Okay. Stetson Bennett is the quarterback of Georgia. And he dished on his pregame routine yesterday. I got questions. <laughs> I've got a lot of them. Hey, shocking. Quarterbacks are weird. Um, and then uh, what else do we got? Oh, John Gruden is apologizing. And the Timbers need to send me to a soccer game. <gasps> the Timbers need to send you to a soccer game? They do. Well, uh, why is this? Because I want to go. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's why? <laughs> Have you ever been to I've a Timbers game? I've never been. Oh, you've never been to a Timbers game? I worked two blocks from that park for five years, and I never got to go. Well, we need to get you to a Timbers game. Right? I don't think the Timbers need to send you to a game. I mean, now you, you're going to bully them into sending you to a game? No. Bull- bullying works. How about, yeah, bullying does work. I'm just saying. Um, do we have any listeners I want to take Danny to a soccer game? There we go. I mean, okay. let's do that. Let's let's see if any of the listeners have a, wait, you said the Timbers have a game. It's on the road, though, right? Yeah, it's in, in Austin, Texas. Yeah, so not, not hey, tonight. <laughs> if you want to take Danny to a game in Austin, Texas tonight. Listen, if you got if, if you got the PJ, I'll, I'll go with you. When is the next home match for the Timbers? It's Sunday? Yeah. If you, does anybody want to take Danny to a Timbers game on Sunday? 503-250-1080. You've never been. No. Oh, those games are fun. I know. That's we need I to get go. you to a Timbers game. I want, I want to go. I, I, I am, I'm a soccer fan. Oh, yeah, that's great. I was literally streaming the Everton match during the show yesterday. We've got... Oh, were you? Yeah, I was. Oh. It was a 1-1 draw. Oh, cool. Waited all that time to watch a tie. Um, No. (sighs) I understand ties now. I get them. Draws. On the table. Draws. See what I did there? Table. I used it. Standings. Are you you, you watching... You you keeping up on your Wrexham? Wrexham. Yeah, we got a new episode tonight. We do. Of Welcome to Wrexham. Um, Here we go. Look at this. Already people coming through. I got season tickets in the Army. I'll bring Danny. Let's do it. Boom. We already got people setting you up. Right in the Army. You're going to have a great oh, time. That's, a, that's what I want. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're right in it. I don't, I don't want to like box seats for a soccer match. Are you kidding me? No. You better watch out, though. Danny may bring the ruckus. Yes. You may start a problem. We may have like an There's international all, incident. I mean, here, here in Portland. At, at least national. Uh, um, okay. We got sidetracked there. We were talking about things we're going to talk about. Yeah. Oh, Bruce Arians, too. We have audio for Bruce Arians on um, where Patrick Mahomes could have gone in the NFL draft back in 2017. Where are we going to start this bad boy, though? Let's talk about Beavs Boise, huh? How the Beavs can make a statement in week one. Danny and Dusty on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is College Kickoff Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. On Odyssey and 1080, The Fan. It's College Kickoff Week, baby. And the Ducks and Dogs are getting a lot of talk, and rightfully so. It's a top 25 matchup. It's the defending national champs, and it's going to be right here on The Fan, 1230 on Saturday. But Oregon State, they got a big one in their own right. 
the Beavs opening up Reeser Stadium, well, half of Reeser Stadium, to the Boise State Broncos, 7.30, Pac-12 after dark to open up the season. And look, for you know all of the hype over the top 25 matchup that mm-hmm. Oregon and Georgia get, you can't ask for a better matchup for the Beavs to start the 2022 campaign. Styles makes fights. Yeah. And it, it's, it's, I think it's, it might even be more true than in combat sports than in college football because <laughs> stylistically, I think the NFL is pretty monochromatic at this point in time. There's certainly wrinkles, but there's mm-hmm. not a lot of diversity. College football, there's still a lot of diversity in how teams play because of recruiting limitations and footprints and how you have to exploit things here or there. And I think Boise State, whether it's Chris Peterson or not, is always going to be an interesting kind of a counterpuncher. They're always going to bring some new wrinkle every single year, every single week. And I think that's that's, that's what always makes a game like this so interesting. And this Boise iteration is not as potent offensively as the Chris Peterson or Brian Harson eras were. There's no Jared Zabranskis out there. But you have Andy Avalos, who's a defensive mind and really damn good at it, who is the head coach there. And, I mean, Duck fans know how good the defense was very quickly with Andy Avalos. And it is different, but it is very similar to what it always has been from the styles that you're talking about. And for Oregon State, I mean, you have two, well, you have two programs here that they're trying to make statements. One for Boise that we're not going away and we still are Boise State. And for Oregon State, it is, this is going to be our season where we're not going back. It wasn't a blip where we're going to be a bowl team one year and, you know, disappear into obscurity the next. They need to make a statement that, no, this is different under Jonathan Smith and we have turned a corner. And no better way to do that than start your season off with with an opener and a win. Because they haven't done that since 2015. I still can't believe that. That's just, that's kind Weber of... State. Oh, you know the last time they beat an FBS program in their opener? Uh, I'm going to go back further. I'm going to go like 2009. 2012. Eesh. Close. I mean, it was Wisconsin 10-7 back in 2012. Oh, I remember that game. Good Lord, that was a nasty, ugly game. Um, you know, I, 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 I keep kind of beating this horse to death. I do believe in this Oregon State team to be better. And I think what you said there about getting things going and not falling back into old habits, this whole idea of how you take on a season, how you progress as a as a as a team, as a university, as a program, you have to take on challenges. Mm-hmm. And that beating for all of the yeah, Oregon State has a really tough schedule. Yes, good teams have tougher schedules. And when you do that, that's that's how you take those next steps. Yep. Will they go five and zero to start? No. Is there a <laughs> is there a good chance that they can go two and three or three and two? Yes. You go one and four through this though. Maybe you're taking some steps back. Well, I think in this matchup specifically, and to that point, is that you can see those signs of progress. That all right. This you is a go, good yardstick. You go toe-to-toe with Boise State. And I, and honestly, I look at this in because of Andy Avalos in that Boise defense. I think one of the things that you can you lean on what you're good at, right? In Oregon State last year is it with Jonathan Smith, they were really good in the red zone as far as getting touchdowns, right? They were middle of the pack in red zone red zone scoring position. But the Beavs ranked top fifteen nationally in red zone touchdown percentage. And I think in this matchup here, if you want to look at one thing heading into this game where the Beavs, if they're going to come out of this one and they're going going to start this season 1-0, and 
sevens, not threes in the red zone is paramount for Oregon State Mm -hmm. because Boise State last year was ninth nationally in red zone scoring in the defense. But they they were which is the mark of a good team. Their touchdown percentage was wildly low. I think it was uh, like forty four percent. So less than half the time that teams got into the red zone, they were getting seven. They're kicking, but they're not kicking out extra points. They're kicking field goals. And that to me, if you go strength on strength, there, Oregon State in a battle of wills. You one, you need to be able to run the damn ball, mm-hmm. right? You in in seeing Deshaun Fenwick, Trey Lowe, Damian Martinez for the first time, we'll be seeing him in action. The guy who's going to step forward and kind of grab that workhorse back, you can see that in those red zone carries and getting sevens instead of, instead of threes because this is going to be one hell of a test because Avalos has always been good when the field gets shorter. And honestly, it's Boise State. Like they, they, they just they're just a good program. No matter what you say, no matter I don't know. Chris Peterson took them and pulled them up so high that I don't think they can ever really fall back down again. I mean, they can, but I think it just it has enough cachet with itself now that even with their smaller recruiting footprint, just they were so good for so long. And to that point, you look at what the guys in the desert have have said about this game. Oregon State's favored by two and a half. I like it. Like that's a that's a tight spread that lets you know that even if Oregon State's going to be a good team, they look at this Boise State team and go. This is a this is a good fight matchup. Yeah. There's contrasting styles here that make for a good contest. 503-250-1080. That is the fan text line. I'm pumped for this one. 7:30 Pac-12 after dark. And it's after dark. I love that. Research Stadium. Uh Boise's won what three of the last four uh in this series. And How many have they won in Oregon? Like I mean, I feel like they've won in this state. Well, endlessly for the well, last 10 years. They win in Eugene. Um, I think they last time they went to Corvallis, they won. But the Second previous... Second time back, they lost. The, yeah, okay. they lost in Corvallis. It feels like every time that team comes to this state, they win. Yeah, because they were really damn good. Yeah. yeah. And they got Oregon's number. Yeah, and they travel, man. It's, it's, it's not a big powerhouse school, but, I mean, they travel well. That was the weirdest thing, is that 29,000 seats and... <laughs> There was this report that they're nearing a sellout. Nearing a sellout? You Are you kidding me? Past that, twenty nine thousand. You think is it the home seat or is that what the, are we doing or the here? Boise State seats. What do you mean? It's obviously home. I mean, come on. I'm trying to be nice. This is coming off a of bull season. You have such great forward and momentum there's, and there's limited seats. So why aren't you there? Yes. I mean, I'll, 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 I mean, I'm trying. It to get, will be sold out. I, I'm trying to it get tickets be. to USC, uh, Oregon State. So, you know. Oh, so now you're. We got two segments into this show, and I'm you're already scalping for tickets twice. Yeah, you're you're out there stumping for people. It well, looks like we may have you for the Timbers game. Well, listen, if you want to take Danny to the Oregon State USC I was, game, I was going to say there was somebody <laughs> in this building who was supposed to help me out, and may have dropped the ball on that. Who is that? Me? Oh no, not you. Oh, I was like, I, what did I do? No, the Oregon State grad. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sprague. Uh-huh. Looking at you. Uh-huh. Well, they uh, obviously Beavs don't want to bring a USC fan. Well, I, I'm not gonna go crazy if I'm in an Oregon State section. I feel like you were incapable of that. <laughs> <laughs> I can contain myself mostly. <laughs> can you? I mean, not enough. <laughs> All right. I, I won't. I won't go like full Trojan regalia. 
You just wear your Lincoln Riley underoos? <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Underneath everything. Perfect. 503-250-1080. Hey, uh, <laughs> I had an epiphany as I was going through some of those Oregon, Georgia notes. We'll get to that after Schulte with SportsCenter. <laughs> Who is Johnny? Um, remember earlier this week when Georgia's head football, Kirby Smart. Georgia's head football? Yeah, his head football, their head football, Kirby Smart. Yeah. That big football mm-hmm. brain guy he, who looks like your neighbor. He's our head football. He's your head football. Kirby Smart, he said this about Oregon. Remember this? Uh, that, that really doesn't impact anything for us. I mean, I, I know who the quarterback's going to be, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. Uh, I'm worried a lot more about how our guys play and what our guys do and how our guys execute. You know, you, you guys use that to write about and talk about, but – I mean, let's be honest, regardless of which quarterback's in there, they're going to do what they do. And maybe he does one thing better than the other guy does. And, you know, at the end of the day, they may play both of them. But it's never about the preparation for one specific quarterback as much as it is the preparation of your team to go play well. Not worried about that. Not see, he's the, that's what the head football is worried about. Head football not worried about the that. The head football doesn't worry about who's playing quarterback. Nope. Because he knows who the starting quarterback is going to be at Oregon. And why does he know that, Dusty? I was going through my uh, the notes on Georgia and Oregon, and I Do, went... Doing your team prep. Uh-oh. <laughs> because he said so confidently, I know who the quarterback's going to be. And as I was going through, I said, I, I went, oh, Did you find I a totally forgot about this. The wide receivers and passing game coordinator for the Georgia Bulldogs in 2022 is none other then former Oregon wide receivers coach and interim head coach, Brian McClendon. Dun, dun, dun. I had totally forgotten that he, when he left, he went to Georgia instead. I remember talking about it being like, hey, there's another storyline for, you know, week one next mm-hmm. year is you got Lanning uh, going from Georgia to Oregon. Well, the interim head coach at Oregon is the wide receivers and passing game coordinator for the Georgia Bulldogs. So when Kirby Smart is sitting there and he's like, I know who the quarterback's going to be there. It's because the coach he has on his staff knows what the other quarterbacks look like. Yes. And this conversation was probably, well, I know who it's not going to (laughs) be. You know? Yeah. Or look, maybe it was McClendon going, I've seen Jay Butterfield, I've seen Ty Thompson, and I've seen Bo Nix because he was at South Carolina. Mm Mm-hmm. And he, if he's sitting there and he's going, all right, if I if I'm confident in one, it's going to be Knicks over Thompson, or maybe it's Thompson over Knicks. Who knows how that conversation went? Mm-hmm. But Brian McClendon well, has a level seen of Oregon's quarterback room up post up close and personal due to his intimate knowledge of the Oregon offense. So as we talk about all of this with Dan Lanning, knowing personnel, knowing strengths, knowing weaknesses. Mm-hmm. There's that same knowledge on the other side. On the other side, with Brian McClendon as well, and that seems to be lost in all of this this conversation about the number three ducks heading or the number eleven ducks heading to Atlanta to play number three Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, you I mean you take a look at this, and there's I struggle to remember a time when there was this much crossover between two programs in such a small amount of time that have zero relation to each other either. Yeah, and it's just it just happened to work out like that and then you play a game so quickly. Yeah. And I, I know the coaching carousel changes and you do have some but 
it's weird that not only whole staffs, but pieces of staffs have kind of gone back and forth between the Cristobal teams, the landing teams, the Kirby Smart teams, and like you can find little pieces of each of them between Miami, Georgia, and Oregon. Yeah. And watching that all play out and the the you know the familiarity you know breeds contempt. I'm hoping that's the case. Yeah. I, I like I know everybody looks at this and Georgia's gonna win, da, 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 it's a big game, but kind of want I, we talked about this a couple days ago. I kind of want more big games like this at the beginning of the season. I want it to be more frequent. I want to see the same teams play each other because I want more rivalries. And this is the easiest way to get them. Yes. Is I mean you you push that a little bit further and then you say, "All right, we got we got to have the rubber match." And look, to be completely honest, you have to have a back and forth. Mm-hmm. And if Georgia goes out and they win the football game, but then it is that's what the SEC does. If Oregon goes out and wins this game, then they're going to want to say, no, it needs to, we need to prove that was a fluke. And it wasn't, it wasn't a real, that, that wasn't real Georgia. And you can see excuses come out every which way, a la Ohio State, mm-hmm. which fired their defensive coordinator, right? Real quick. They, there is going to be a huge reaction. If Georgia wins and they take care of their business, it's going to be, well, that's what we expected. It's, it's Georgia, the defending national champions. Duh, it's Pac-12. They're not, they suck. If they lose, it will be a reckoning of biblical proportions. <clears throat> Georgia? Georgia. You think so? Yes. Because they have so much goodwill with they won a national title last year. Then they lo- they'll they lean on, hey, we just lost. It's going to take some time. It, it's going to take some time for these old boys to get get up and going after you Bama. lose all those, all those players on that side nope. of the ball. But remember, Bama had a rebuilding year last year. That happens, too. Uh-huh. And what happened in that rebuilding year? They lost in the national championship okay. game. <laughs> and again, Georgia. The national championship <laughs> game. After all of their wide receivers went down. <laughs> that is, Georgia fancies themselves Alabama. Mm. They do. It'll be a reality check, yeah. If they lose this game, Nick Saban's going to sit there and, and rub all seven of his rings against his chest real quick and go, huh, weird. Guess you're not that team. How often do you think Nick Saban wears his rings? Every time he's not on camera. <laughs> you think so? He goes to bed. He like brushes slides his teeth. Slides them on. Slides them on. You know. Uh, gosh, what's his wife's name? Miss Terry. Mm-hmm. He gives Miss Terry a little back rub with his rings. rings he's like sitting there walking his <laughs> rings up and down her back going. So walks around just straightening pictures with his with his knuckles in the house, yeah. tapping in any loose screws or yeah. nails. Well, the the most incredible thing is when you watch the there was the one recruiting video via Zoom, mm-hmm. and even in the video Zoom video where he was recruiting a guy, he has usually in the in person meetings when a recruit comes into his office, he has a he has like this jewelry box. Mm-hmm which is full of, on one side, conference championship rings and bowl rings. On the other side, it's just national championship just rings. Nat- you get a natty box. And it was so weird. The Zoom video is like, everything's like crunched forward. So you can still see him in yeah. the Zoom video because that's a selling point. Like, oh, what Oh, what are these here? <laughs> How did these get into the shot? How? <laughs> I can't believe that. I mean, I'll be honest. We saw a story the other day about a guy, you know, uh, trying to get counterfeit Tom Brady family rings and selling them on the black market kind of a deal. Mm. Listen, I bet you a uh, real but knockoff counterfeit Nick Saban natty ring 
would sell for like at least three trailers in Alabama. Well, there was there was a video that came out that they're like the hook for the Georgia Alumni Association to go to this like viewing party for the game. That's right. Oh, was God. a signed Kirby Smart ball, and like it was like. You could get a signed ball by Kirby Smart. It was like the Raiders the Georgia, of Lost Ark. The like Georgia confident. football Kirby Smart is signing this football right here. And you can get it if you come. And it's gonna think that that's this, gonna get people to go. Oh, are you kidding me? On the south, that's a that's a that's a centerpiece. Yeah. Like you take down the family picture in the in the living room and that thing goes up above the TV. Mm. You see that right there? That's right. The god Kirby Smart signed that ball. Oh, we are gosh. We're right on schedule here. We got like another month, and the Georgia baby boom is going to happen. All the Bulldog fans are going to be pumping out those babies from the national championship oh, game. Oh, you're right, yeah. Yeah, it's right. We're right around I'm, the corner. How many kids named Kirby? Ooh, we're going to see a big spike big, in big, Kirby names. Big, big old bump in Kirby's. Yeah, or Stetsons. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's a good name. I'm not going to lie. It's a strong, it's a strong Southern name. Stetson. Yeah, there are going to be a lot of stuff. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of those. My goodness. All right, 503-250-1080. Hey, we got a little hoops note here really quick because this mm. is mind-blowing stat, and it's not that the Knicks re-signed R.J. Barrett for $100 million. It's close. It's, it is just as, as mind-blowing. Danny Dusty on the fan. This is College Kickoff Week with Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by Encore Audio Video. On Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. A little NBA news for us here. Hmm. Uh, with this came down the pipeline yesterday. Yesterday. Uh, but the Knicks have re-signed RJ... Barrett to a, a deal four year extension, rookie extension that could be worth up to a $120 million. Um, a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of cash. $20 million more than Anthony Simons got. Which, okay. How do we feel about RJ Barrett and getting that kind of coin? You don't want to know my thought on this. I, I do. Am, I am not an RJ Barrett guy. Oh, thank God. I was sitting there and looking at people gushing over this and I went, why? So why are people like so in love with it? I, I, he's a solid player. He, he is, is a very solid player. Yes. I so we had Hoop Summit, and that in that year, uh, R.J. Barrett and Zion Williamson yeah. were in the same class. Yes, Zion did not play that year because he had a broken wrist. If I remember right, I remember him being an arm cast. Wait, no way. He was hurt. I I, I think he actually hit his wrist like dunking. No, but I think and it was he also, got hurt. But I also think it was a way of keeping him out of stuff. Man. Anyways, long story short, mm-hmm. everybody there was gushing of R.J. Barrett rebuilt his jumper, da, 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 and then he proceeded to just brick the living hell out of everything all week long. It was, yeah. I don't want to say hilarious, but I kind of rolled my eyes at it because people were gassing up in a way that, like super, like true superstars get gassed up, and I was mm-hmm. like, I don't see it in this guy. I think he's a very good player. I I, I very much do. Okay. But I don't I don't see the whole R.J. Barrett is going to save us. Honestly, here, here here's a hot take for you because I don't normally go this route. Let's see it. I think 
him and Anthony Edwards are in the same world. Now, Anthony Edwards is a much better player than he is, in my opinion. Yes. But as far as, like, the way that they're talked about is they're talked about like superstars that haven't done anything close to earning it at all. Like, Anthony Edwards was a, a mildly efficient scorer last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, R.J. Barrett is a mildly efficient scorer who does some things really well, other things very poorly. And now he's got some sample size stuff that kind of skews it, but... Throwing $120 million at him definitely made me go, huh? But there's also, there's a very Nixian reason why well, they re-signed him. But hold on here. Let's, uh, let, let, let's, let's talk about this a little bit more, though, because you have, you know, he gets $120 million, mm-hmm. Ant gets $100, $100 million, mm-hmm. right? Scoring-wise, his numbers are better. Rebounding, he's in mm-hmm. being a three inches taller at the shooting he's, guard he's position. He's a bigger dude. He's at six rebounds, three assists. Uh, his numbers are actually better than Anthony Simons are, mm-hmm. but he, he his per is nowhere near it. His efficiency, the efficiency numbers. is nowhere close to it. And that is the interesting part here um, with R.J. Barrett is that his his numbers are pretty inefficient for a guy that's going to be asked to take that load. But I mean, he shot he, 41% from the floor and 34% from the field but, from three. And he's a 71% free throw shooter. Like those are, those are not good numbers. That's just a whole lot of usage volume turning into stuff. But you also go down the road of, all right, who, who was around him that was going to shoulder any else of that load. I mean, right. Julius Randall's not a slouch. They hate him there for they some do. reason. He did have a bad season, but like, Julius Randle would have been the best player player on the Blazers by like l- leagues last well, season. Well, yeah, I mean that's not. Do we remember that Blazers yeah, team last again, year? Again, not to throw shade at those guys, they worked hard, all that kind of stuff. But like talent wise, it was once they shut guys down, it was. I mean, it's not even Nobody. close. And the Knicks, they weren't bereft of talent. They're just bereft of any kind of brain cells when it comes to being remotely smart about anything well square peg round hole with their system and their personnel too. tom thibodeau and the the pieces that he had around yeah, there a, too. a coach who wants to play nothing but veterans and the team being littered with nothing but young kids yeah yep and forcing a lot of guys to be solely defensive minded that aren't equipped to do that i mean they had five rookies on the roster last year three first year guys and then two two years guys in their second or second year like it's mostly roster was very young but you alluded to something that i think is fantastic with this Knicks team because you want to talk about a team that is just dysfunctional in all get out the curse of charlie ward it is the new york knickerbockers why is it the curse of charlie ward charlie ward was the last player drafted by the new york knicks to sign a contract extension. You mean the, was it 1993 Heisman Trophy winner, Charlie Ward, Florida one, State quarterback? One and the same. <laughs> and NBA I player. loved Charlie Ward. Oh, I mean, stud. He was amazing. Yeah, first round pick. He is the, he's the last player to sign a an extension after his rookie year. Yep. That is amazing. 25 years Mind of not getting a player worth a damn. So he was in the 94 draft. Right? Correct. So his extension would be in 1999. So they have not drafted a player since 1994. That they have kept. That they have kept. And you know what I desperately want to happen in all of this? R.J. Barrett to get traded? Yes, because the (laughs) R.J. Barrett deal is for $120 million, and it was like they 
the idea when the signing of it happened was, okay, talks broke down with Donovan Mitchell. Well, now there's like this a little like glimmer of hope that, well, maybe it's actually to boost his contract so they can send his butt out of town in part of the Donovan Mitchell deal and not have to give up as much to get Spider in return. So it would be even better if the only guy they signed in the last 25 years was to send his butt out of town and go to the Utah Jazz. That would make it even better. As it pertains to Donovan Mitchell and that trade, uh, Danny Ainge and the Jazz have been pretty adamant about the, the whole situation where R.J. Barrett was not going to be a part of the Utah Jazz. They were going to send him somewhere else if he was included in a deal for Donovan. Perfect. Mitchell. So, more picks. Perfect. Yeah, and so you sign him to an extension, deal him's butt out of town, and then Danny Ainge flips his, him too. Do you want to know something crazy? You know, Danny Ainge is skipping Joanne Gaines of the NBA. Uh, you know, I, flip, flip this house right around. I, I'm, I'm going I'm to share something here with you okay. that I got the other day. Um, from uh, source with the Cavs. And this is what the Cavs offered Colin Sexton, Lowry Markinen, three firsts for Donovan Mitchell. Wow. They still haven't re-signed Sexton. So that's part of what's kind of, what's kind of dealing with that. Huh. Do you know what Ainge countered with? Huh. Four unprotected firsts, two swaps, Sexton, Agbaji, and Lowry. <laughs> It seems like a good, a decent swap. I mean, if you want to be competitive right now, but then Danny's like, Mm-mm, I don't want to be competitive right now. I want all of your young stuff. Give please me, give it to me. Give please to give me. me the youngins. But I mean, like, wow, maybe that's how Danny Ainge stays looking young. I mean, that, young blood. Ainge is a menace. He is a menace. That was a yeah. Sexton Lowry and three first for Donovan Mitchell is a, that's a good, that's a good offer. Like it's not bad. Now, are any of those picks going to be great? No, but he wanted the unprotected picks, their rookie they just drafted, Sexton, and swaps. Oof. So Oof. that kind of gives you an idea of why the Knicks Jazz deal isn't done yet. Is because like I keep saying, Jazz or Knicks fans, you're not going to win this deal. <laughs> There's not a world that exists where you get Donovan Mitchell and Hercules, you win the Hercules. deal. Danny Ainge sacrificed so many, so many, so many people and things to make it so that he wins every deal in a, in, a, in a manner that is just physically impossible every single time. Our number two has Ryan Horvat from the BetQL Network joining us at 1.30, the worst day on the web. Whoa. Uh, but coming up next, the apology that just didn't hit and right. Danny Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 